We interrupt to bring you this. You've connected with a worldwide network of millions. You're on TalkZone.com, Internet Talk Radio. InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Being a parent isn't easy by any means. So it's nice to get some professional advice on how to avoid critical errors in raising your kids. Our next guest is a board-certified pediatrician who's written a book titled Avoiding the 15 Biggest Mistakes Parents Make. He's John J. Mangoni, M.D. Now, you've put together a book from the perspective of a pediatrician, uh, which is what you are, on biggest mistakes that parents make, and one of the ones that's certainly timely and a major factor in society here in terms of the health of our children is obesity. Can you just start out by talking about that and how parents can have a positive role in this area? Absolutely. That is probably the biggest, most common problem we see in the office in terms of children these days. And people say, well, why is that? Why is this obesity such a problem? One, it's all the fast food restaurants we have on every corner where the kids can easily get to all of them. Two, you know, kids like to sit down with their iPods and their computers and they munch away with one hand and they use the keyboard with the other. So the lack of exercise is another thing. And everything is supersized. The Los Angeles Times just recently reported that if the obesity rates keep climbing the way they are, by the year 2015, that is going to be the norm, which is pretty scary. What you want to do is simple things like don't eat in front of the television. For example, eating in front of the television, kids will eat and adults will eat about a couple hundred calories more a day just in front of the television if they're eating at the same time. They're not aware of how much they're eating. Hmm. And kids need to have daily exercise. They have to get out there 60 minutes a day. It could be anything. It could be basketball. It could be the bike. Walking around is great, and if the parents are watching what they're eating and eating healthy, the kids will follow suit. So those are some of the important things. And kids don't necessarily have to be deprived of treats once in a while, but just not overdoing them. Absolutely. In fact, if things are going really well and the child or adolescent is really maintaining the proper weight, we tell everybody, Chris, to have what we call a fat day meaning that one day a week, not two or three, but one day a week, they can really enjoy some of the things that they like and have a little bit more of some of the things that we would normally say no, which would be the high-fat foods and things like that. We're talking with John J. Mangoni, M.D., author of Avoiding the 15 Biggest Mistakes Parents Make. John, one of the chapters in your book is maybe the opposite of being fat and inactive, and that's having too many activities. Parents sometimes load up their kids what do you have to say about that? I'll have a child, unfortunately, come in and you open the exam room door and they're laying down on the exam table and the parents will say, this child is so fatigued, he seems depressed, he can't stay awake, he's always acting exhausted. What's going on? Do we need to do some blood work? And in fact, I had a child just the other day that came in and I said, well, what do you do during the day? He says, yeah, I do some activities and exercise. Well, can you, could you name a few of the things you do? He says, well... I do soccer, then after that I go play basketball, and then Tuesday I do karate, and Thursday I do Boy Scouts, and then I do track, and I mean, there were more activities in this one child that a corporate executive would possibly have. 
and they have to fit in schoolwork. Can you believe this, Chris? Mm. The parent, though, probably thought they were being good to the kid by giving them all those things to do. Oh, sure. I mean, parents are all well-meaning, but sometimes it goes overboard and subconsciously they're not really aware. John, could you talk about drug abuse, substance abuse, which can affect, unfortunately, kids younger and younger these days, but also in their teens and college age and on? Drug addiction is the number one preventable adolescent health problem, and it just happens. And parents, many times, Chris, seem to be the last people to find out about this. In fact, also, not all that long ago, I had a teenager who came in who always looked really, really like the guy next door, always with this big smile. And one day, the parents were out way down on the slope of their hill, and they found that he was growing marijuana plants growing down the hillside. And no one, the parents had no idea about this. So you do have to have your eyes and ears up and to see some signs of maybe perhaps drug abuse, like progressive decline in school grades, skipping school, mood swings, depression, hanging around a lot of antisocial friends. You need to put a flag up and wonder, and you could always ask your kids, do your friends do drugs? And if they say, oh, they all do, every single one does, then you can have a good idea that he's doing it also or she's doing it also. How about alcohol abuse? Do you see that in younger kids these days? Yes. Alcohol is the most commonly used mind-altering substance. So if you find at home that your martinis seem a little diluted, where they'll go in and they'll take some of the liquor from the liquor cabinet and put some water in it, you may have to just sort of look into this. Kids who are not monitored are four times more likely to engage in substance abuse. We're talking about alcohol, drugs, between the hours of 3 and 6 p.m. If they're not monitored then, that's the most dangerous time for them. And if they say, oh, I'm going over to Joey's house to do homework, it's a good idea just to call Joey's mom about a half hour later and say, is, is Johnny over there doing homework? Because sometimes they'll use that excuse to get out of the house to go really somewhere else. Parents should use their own gut feeling. Usually parents are right. It's amazing. After doing pediatrics for 30 years, I have found that if a parent says, you know, I think there's a problem with something, they are nine times out of ten completely right. So use your gut instinct. The book is Avoiding the 15 Biggest Mistakes Parents Make, a Pediatrician's Perspective. The website, which has free online information, is parentmistakes.com. Our guest has been John J. Mangoni, M.D. John, thanks so much for joining us today on InfoTrack. Thank you, Chris. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. A production of Syndication Networks.